This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, I think I uh, have something to do this weekend. We all have something to do this weekend. It's a nice uh, spring weekend. I don't know about the weather where you are, but uh, there's, you know, there's NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. There's uh, baseball, golf, uh, war in Ukraine. That's going to get escalated. Now that uh, the Russians, Putin is blaming the U.S. for the bottle rocket someone shot at the Kremlin. That was an attempt to assassinate Putin. Uh, Anything to uh, escalate things and uh, bring the U.S. closer to war with uh, Russia. Uh, That's all good. That's what Putin's looking for. That's what Biden's looking for. That's what uh, the uh, everybody in the Senate and Congress. That's hey, that's what AOC wants. She wants war with Russia. Bernie wants it. Elizabeth Warren. They may get their wish soon, but uh, that's not why AOC is happy today. That's not why Ayanna Presley is thrilled today. They they're thrilled because uh, they they. We might have riots in the street. We might have uh, looting. We might have civil unrest. And AOC and Ayanna Presley and all the usual race hustlers love nothing more than uh, rioting in the streets. They miss those do- days of uh, the St. George Floyd riots when they could uh, stoke the flames, when they could encourage the mob. And they love, they love, they love moments like this. If you uh, missed it yesterday, a uh, 30-year-old vagrant who has made it a uh, thing, made it his thing to harass people on the subway, got arrested at least 44 times. And he's only 30 uh, for everything from, uh, uh, let's see, according to ABC7 in New York, Jordan Neely had been arrested more than 40 times on the subway for crimes like public lewdness and assaulting a senior citizen. He liked to push people on the tracks. He liked to harass people on the subway. Apparently he liked to get lewd on the subway. Uh, Well, finally someone had had enough. A 24 year old Marine. And this is the most important thing. We don't know his name yet, but we know he's Caucasian. That is all that matters to Ayanna Presley, to AOC, and all the usual race hustlers. So they're calling this a murder. Indeed, they're calling it a lynching. When a guy subdued Jordan Neely, stopped him from harassing people. And by the way, he wasn't the only one. As we're looking at a video right now, there was also an African-American gentleman who helped the 24-year-old Marine subdue the subway menace. Um... The uh, uh, the coroner calls it uh, homicide, but there has been no charges against the the Marine, against the vigilante. In fact, there's another guy actually helping him subdue the guy and stop him from harassing strap hangers on the subway. Um, but the key, the only thing that matters here is Jordan Neely is black and the Marine is white. That's the only thing that matters. If the Marine were black, Ayanna Presley would not care. If Jordan Neely were white, Ayanna Presley at AOC would not care. They wouldn't tweet. They wouldn't talk. It wouldn't, they wouldn't mean a thing to them. It wouldn't even be on their radar. But they can use this to do what they always do. Divide people along racial lines and, and blame systemic racism for this. And if, if the Marine does not get charged... And we don't know yet. There's going to be a lot of pressure. This is your latest uh, Sherman McCoy, if anyone's familiar with uh, the bonfire of the vanities. This is a guy who, in a vacuum, would not be charged. They would talk to the witnesses, the people on the subway, and they would say, yes, Jordan Neely was harassing people. He uh, he was out of control, and somebody stepped up and stopped him. Um, But we know how this works. The pressure is on. The DA in New York, if you forget, (laughs) if you need to be reminded, is a gentleman named Alvin Bragg, who has, as we've learned, he likes to, um, he likes to charge, he likes to blame the victims. We've talked about the bodega owner who defended himself against a murdering criminal who was trying to rob him. He charged him. The guy spent a night in prison before uh, they, they let him go because it was so ridiculous. I have no doubt 
that the pressure will build and there will be a charge. Will it be homicide? I don't know yet. We will see. But that Marine, that vigilante, that hero who stepped in and protected people on the subway, protected, I don't know, other elderly people from being harassed by this guy, he will be charged. He will be um, thrown to the wolves. Yeah, here's here's Ayanna Presley uh, on Twitter. She, uh, of course, never misses the opportunity to uh, jump in and blame blame the uh, the white guy. As long as there's a white guy, that's all she met. That's all she cares about. The biggest race hustler in Congress, a person who regularly lies about these things. Who said after the uh, Derek Chauvin verdict, where Derek Chauvin was found guilty and convicted and sent to prison for life for uh, for killing George Floyd. She said immediately after the verdict, 70 innocent people were murdered by cops in this country. She was never called on that, never asked to name names or places, just said cops killed innocent people and we move on because that's what she does. She lies. She tries to stoke the flames. She tries to uh, to divide everybody. That's that's her thing. She writes, he was 30 years old. Black men deserve to grow old, not to be lynched on a subway because they were having a mental health crisis. Jordan deserved better accountability now. Now again, AOC takes it a step further. Of course, AOC did it. uh, Let me see what time was AOC first tweeting about this. AOC doesn't care about, uh, you know, facts or waiting for any information. She just knows a black guy was killed by a white guy. So that means... Um, he was murdered. We don't know yet if, if he was actually murdered. He was uh, lynched, of course, no justice. She writes, Jordan Neely was murdered, but because Jordan was houseless <laughs> and crying for food in a time when the city is raising rents and stripping services to militarize itself, while many in power demonize the poor, the murderer gets protected with passive headlines and no charges. It's disgusting. Passive headlines? She's she's railing against passive headlines? I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, if there's any journalist left, they're kind of waiting. They were waiting to see if there would be charges. They were waiting to see what the DA, what the mayor would do. Now we have a feud between the mayor, Eric Adams, you know, the guy who... Uh, allegedly was going to bring back law and order to New York, but it's done no such thing. He wants, I know this is crazy, but he wants a sitting uh, congresswoman to wait before, (laughs) you know, jumping to conclusions. Not a little crazy. AOC doesn't have to do that. AOC doesn't have to wait. uh, This is from the New York Post this morning. It says Mayor Eric Adams has ripped Rep. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for rushing to conclude that Jordan Neely was murdered when he was put in a chokehold by a Marine. His honor criticized the progressive lawmaker along with city comptroller Brad Lander, who claimed people are cheering how the troubled 30-year-old homeless man was choked to death by a vigilante without consequences. Now, the protests have already begun. There was a little march. There's a little memorial set up at the subway near where he died, where Neely died. And they will, uh, they are waiting, I think. They're waiting to see if there'll be charges. And they're waiting, by the way, for the uh, Marine, the 24-year-old ex-Marine, to be uh, to be charged, to be named. We don't have his name yet. That's what they need. They need this guy. They need his story. And he will become the, the, uh, the new Derek Chauvin. They will demand charges. They will get charges. I have no doubt. If this were, again, if this were a black on black or white on white, people would say, you know, people are just fed up with crazy people on the subway. They've had enough. They're fighting back. And we would move on. But again, this is all that matters to people like AOC and uh, uh, Ayanna Presley and the media. The media will be all over this. The, all the usual, you know, MSNBC, CNN, the New York Times, They're waiting. They're hoping if he doesn't get charged, get ready. The protests are already being planned. This is what, this is what black lives matter lives for. 
They live for these moments. They miss those days. And when George Floyd uh, died, when uh, Chauvin went to trial, that's when they went into action, burned down neighborhoods, looted. You're going to get, uh, you're going to get riots this weekend. I'm not sure the weather in New York city, uh, but it's, it's May. It's, it's good weather to go march and to, you know, uh, destroy some small businesses. So get ready. I'm pretty sure that is coming. And uh, we will, won't hear much about uh, Jordan Neely's uh, history of violence, of crime. We'll hear about him imitating Michael Jackson. That's, that's the uh, video you get. Uh, uh, how, how dishonest are these people? How dishonest is um, uh, Ayanna Presley? She she tweets this. Uh, she tweets out uh, the uh, the thing about him being lynched. Uh, he was thirty years old. He was lynched. How's he lynched? By the way, lynched. Uh, lynched implies you're you're innocent. <laughs> this guy was out of control in the subway. I guess she didn't have any video of Jordan Neely harassing old ladies, uh, behaving lewd, um, assaulting people. So she tweets out this video, which is years old, I believe, of him imitating Michael Jackson in the subway. By the way, the people on the in the subway car, they don't look like they're enjoying the show. <laughs> they look like, what is this weirdo doing? This isn't what he was doing when the Marines subdued him. I'm pretty sure he didn't have his Michael Jackson get up on. He wasn't dancing and moonwalking and entertaining people. He was harassing people. He was screaming that he had no uh, food and he didn't care if he went to jail. The thing, the thing that's going to be difficult for, um, you know, for the race hustlers is to say that is to uh, deal with the witnesses, the people on the subway car. It's like Bernie Getz. Uh, if you don't remember who Bernie Getz is, look it up. Uh, Al Sharpton is already comparing this to Bernie Getz, which is fine. You know, Al Sharpton, he he wouldn't care at all if this guy, Jordan Neely, if it were a white guy in imitating Elvis Presley, it wouldn't be on anyone's radar. All that matters is skin color to these despicable people. Uh, but you're going to see this video. Get ready. It's going to be like the, you know, the pictures of, uh, you know, like uh, like Trayvon Martin when he was a little kid, make him look like he's 12 years old. This is what the media does. They'll show you this video over and over again and say he was killed just for being a, a, a an entertainer on the subway. Um, but I, I think um, Eric Adams and Alvin Bragg and, and all the prosecutors, um, they're in a tough spot because there's no witness. Well, I shouldn't say no witness, but there's going to be witnesses who will defend the actions of the Marine who will say this guy was out of control he was harassing people. He's he's hurt people before. Um, you're gonna you're gonna go to trial with that. There's literally two I, guys I, helping him. They, I mean, they're not gonna say, yeah, you know, the guy was innocent and he didn't. But they're gonna say uh, somebody had to step up and do something because New York is lawless. There were no cops. You know, the defund the police people. They don't want cops on the subway. And the there is you know the mental health crisis because. All the, you know, all the homeless shelters, they're full with illegal aliens. There's no place for them. Uh, but uh, this is uh, life in New York and people in New York are fed up and they are, are they're going to defend the guy who were defending, who was defending them. So good luck, um, uh, Eric Adams. Good luck, Alvin Bragg with this one. I have no doubt right here as we sit here on Thursday morning that there will be charges that they will Want, they will try to placate the mob. They will try to avoid civil unrest. And at the same time, AOC, Ayanna Presley, you know, who not, Kamala Harris, they will be stoking the flames. They will lionize uh, Jordan Neely. They will talk about how this, the whole system is racist. And they will be demanding the scalp of this Marine. This is going to explode. I'm not sure how else... I'm not sure how they they can avoid the uh, the the you know the rioting, the looting, the the, the demonstrations. I mean, if they charge him, they're going to fail because the people in New York are fed up and they welcome a vigilante. If they don't charge him, oh my, 
AOC will be leading the mob down the street as they destroy small businesses as they did three years ago in the wake of the death of St. George Floyd. But uh, get ready. It's going to get ugly. Uh, you know, Mayor, Mayor Adams, this, this is your, your problem. This is your bed. Lay down in it. Uh, this guy's been arrested 44 times. He's only 30. Why is he on the street? Why is he free to harass people over and over again? We're going to find out that there has been many uh, times where he's arrested. He was, uh, I believe there was a warrant for his arrest, uh, an active warrant for his arrest yesterday. Now there was when he died. So we're going to find out that he was charged with many, many crimes. They dropped the charges. There was no bail. They let him go. The revolving door was in uh, in usual form, and he was free to harass and bother people and assault people on the subway. And people in New York are fed up. Those people on the subway, if they're on the jury, <laughs> this guy is going to walk in 10 minutes. Tough spot, Eric Adams. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. And uh, we'll be watching as uh, AOC and Ayana and the rest of our uh, disgraceful elected officials root hard for uh, riots. They want them. They miss them. Those days, those days of St. George Floyd, those were the days, man, when they could, when the vice president now sitting vice president said the people burning down the city of Minneapolis, destroying lives, hurting people, assaulting cops, burning down a police station. The vice president Kamala Harris said they, these people will not stop they should not stop. They should not stop rioting, hurting, you know, violently assaulting people, hurting cops. The vice president said they shouldn't stop. Keep going. That's the kind of people in power. And this is the kind of moment they live for. So get ready for a interesting weekend in New York. And it may spread, you know, it may spread. This guy was, had, had uh, Jordan Neely in a chokehold for 15 minutes. Uh, uh, it was only eight minutes for uh, George Floyd. So they'll be talking about that 15 minutes. They'll be saying he just wanted to get, he just wanted to moonwalk. That's all. He just wanted to imitate Michael Jackson and this white you know, guy full of white rage, probably a proud boy, definitely a Trump voter. This guy just couldn't handle a, uh, an African-American expressing himself on the subway. That's going to be wild, but uh, we'll see how that goes. We got so much to get to here today, Ironhead. We got so much big, big news. Not, not, nothing much. Just the president of the United States, Joe Biden, while he was vice president, taking a bribe and, quote, altering policy, altering policy because of a bribe he was paid by a foreign national. No big deal. Uh, I guess it depends on what channel you're watching or what website you're on if you hear about this story. The Nashville Police Department, which said on the day that Audrey Hale opened fire at the Covenant School, killing six people, including three nine-year-old children, that day the police chief said, you will get to see the manifesto. That day he, he implied, at least, that the trans status of the shooter may have been part of the motive. Um, here we are a month later, no manifesto and you're not going to, we're not going to see it anytime soon. As I've said, many, there is no mob that is more protected. That is more privileged than the trans mob and the trans mob does not want this released. Obviously the media does not want this released. Every other mass shooting, they demand the manifesto, they demand the writing, they demand a motive when, uh, when there's a mass shooter, but not this time because Audrey Hale was pretending to be a boy. So we can't see what she wrote. Apparently she wrote quite extensively. As we said the other day, there's all kinds of writings. There's five laptops. She had a lot to say, but we don't get to see it because the Nashville police department, when they were ready to release it, the FBI stepped in the thoroughly corrupt, thoroughly political FBI stepped in and the FBI takes orders from the uh, Biden regime, and they don't want you to see this because there might be backlash against the community. The community which, you know, is facing violence and the community that's under, under siege around the country. By the way, this was a weird little 
uh, factoid that I can't quite get my mind around. Uh, the parents, the families of the Covenant School kids raise money for the funeral expenses of Audrey Hale. What? How is that? I mean, I know they're good Christians. Oh. And I don't believe in forgiveness, but that's a little nuts. They've been ignored, obviously. The president doesn't care about them. The vice president went to Nashville, didn't even stop by the school. They've been forgotten completely because they were killed by the wrong kind of person. If it was a white nationalist who went into that school, we'd know all about their stories. They've already been at the White House, but they're just white Christians. So who really cares? We don't even get to see the motive. Imagine being a family member of one of those kids, a father, a sibling of, of one of those kids or one of those staff members. And they say, sorry, you can't learn about the motive. You can't find out why your child died because it wouldn't reflect well on the trans community. We're going to get to that too. We got an update on the trans individual, the son of uh, uh, majority whip, um, I mean, minority whip, Catherine Clark, representative from Massachusetts, uh, her son, who's pretending, I think, to be a girl. That, that helps, I got to say. You want to you get off easy from criminal charges? Pretend to be a girl, if you're a boy, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a, a, a sentence. They brought down the sentence yesterday, and it is, as you'd expect, a friggin' joke. It is a laughable joke. And I want to play something. Uh, we didn't get this yesterday. We're talking about the Tucker Carlson text, which has the uh, media in a tizzy. The text about that's not how white men fight. That's all they needed. Now, Tucker's obviously, you know, the, in their mind, he's canceled for that one text, which is ridiculous. But uh, I want to play some sound. We'll get to it of the uh, of the president talking about ooh, race and and what he thinks of uh African-Americans, what he, what he had to say about it uh, a few years ago and ask, why don't they, why doesn't that bother the media? Why doesn't that bother Nicole Wallace or Joe Scarborough? What the president of the United States, you know, the guy who was bribed to alter policy, what that guy had to say about race a few years ago, doesn't seem to bother them. But Tucker saying, that's not how white men fight. When we sit here every day and see videos after video of people in the streets, beating the crap out of people, you know, ganging up on people. And uh, man, we have perhaps the most disturbing, we didn't get to it yesterday, video out of Oakland. It's usually not white people doing the beating. <laughs> I mean, we all know that. I guess we're not supposed to say it. Tucker's not supposed to say, nobody's supposed to say, you're not supposed to say that it's usually not white people when you see a bunch of people beating somebody up for whatever reason. Uh, we, we, we will get to that video too. It is so disturbing, but, uh, and, uh, you can, maybe you can explain to me, Ironhead, why this guy at, uh, Barstool, what's his name? Mince? Ben Mince, AKA Mincy. Ben Mince was fired. That was a big deal on social media last night. Big deal on Twitter where, uh, David Portnoy was reeling and, uh, didn't look good. Does not look good in this situation as they fire one of their guys for singing a rap song. That sounds familiar. I remember somebody else did that, sang a rap song, and uh, he didn't get fired, but this guy did. Uh, I don't really know a whole lot about Mincy, but maybe you could fill me in. We'll get to that and lots more. But first, all right, listen up. You must start taking care of your liver now more than ever. Why? Because the latest data from the American Heart Association indicate that adults with fatty liver were three and a half times more likely to have heart failure than those without. The American Liver Foundation says that 100 million Americans have fatty liver, which means many people are at risk. We throw everything at our livers. Cholesterol, alcohol, toxins, statins, cigarettes. That's why so many of us have a sluggish fatty liver that makes us gain weight and lose energy. For decades now, your liver has helped you with over 500 key functions every day. It's time for you to help your liver. There is a solution, Liver Health Formula. 
an all-natural supplement which contains 12 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. Manufactured right here in the USA and approved by American doctors. You can try Liver Health Formula and receive a free bottle of nano-powered omega-3 to keep your heart healthy. Try Liver Health Formula by going to getliverhelp.com slash Newsmax and claim your free bonus gift. That's getliverhelp.com slash Newsmax. I, uh, this is not a big story. Not a big story. I haven't seen it. I've been watching, flipping around, CNN's done nothing on it. Uh, MSNBC. I'm sure it's not, you know, in the Boston Globe or the New York Times today, but it's, a, it's worth mentioning. The uh, president of the United States, when he was vice president, took a bribe from a foreign national and, quote, altered policy. I don't know. Somehow that sounds a little worse than making a phone call to uh, Ukraine or telling uh, protesters on January 6th to go peacefully protest at the Capitol. Those are the two things that uh, Donald Trump got impeached for. Obviously, the Democrats, they're more, uh, they mean business. So they impeach you. They make things up and, and impeach presidents they don't like. Republicans aren't don't fight dirty like that, unfortunately. But maybe when this story gets out, we'll tell you uh, what we know so far. Republicans in the House and the Senate are seeking information from the FBI related to what they call a criminal scheme involving President Joe Biden. Senator Chuck Grassley and Rep. James Comer, who's the chairman of the Oversight Committee, are demanding the FBI produce an unclassified record, quote, alleging a criminal scheme involving then-Vice President Joe Biden and a foreign national. This is from uh, Newsweek this morning. Uh, The Republicans have not made specific allegations against Biden or named the foreign national they say was involved in the alleged criminality. It's also not clear what information the records they're seeking might contain. The two Republicans issued a joint statement about the matter on Wednesday, and Comer also issued a subpoena to the FBI seeking an unclassified uh, document relating to the alleged criminal scheme. We believe the FBI possesses an unclassified internal document that includes very serious and detailed allegations implicating the current president of the United States. What we don't know is what, if anything, the FBI has done to verify these claims or investigate further. The FBI's recent history of botching politically charged investigations demands close congressional oversight. Comer said the information provided by a whistleblower raised concerns that then-VP Biden uh, engaged in a bribery scheme with a foreign national. Uh, The subpoena seeks uh, forms that were created or modified in June 2020 and contain the word Biden. Um, This obviously is (laughs) a big, big deal. Uh, but you can't, I mean, the, are we really supposed to think the FBI had this information and sat on it and didn't cover it up? I mean, this is, this is like yesterday, Geraldo Rivera was tweeting that they got nothing on Hunter. It's been five years and they got nothing. Uh, they got nothing because the system is corrupt. They got nothing because the FBI, as we know, is corrupt. The IRS you really think uh, that um, that Hunter's innocent, Geraldo, because they have not they have not um, charged him with anything? I mean, they they have not charged him with anything because the thing because the system is rigged. That Joe Biden controlled. That Merrick Garland is controlled by Joe Biden. That's why there is no there are no charges. You idiot! This is what Geraldo tweeted yesterday. Proof is in the pudding, brother. Put up or shut up. Hunter's been under the microscope for four years. He has not been credibly accused of money laundering, influence peddling, or really any of the rumored offenses, except being a whoremongering, dope-addled, deadbeat dad. Okay, why do you think he's been under investigation for five years and there have been no charges? You think that's because he's innocent, Geraldo, you dummy? Or do you think that because the fix is in, as we know, we've had an IRS whistleblower. Now we have an FBI whistleblower who say the fix is in. Who Merrick Garland took a personal interest in the FBI and the investigation by the IRS. And now the FBI may have uh, covered up this 
uh, this crime by the sitting vice president. So good for James Comer and Charles Grassley. I guess they will do their best to bring this to the attention of the public. Uh, but uh, I don't have a lot of faith. I don't have a lot of faith. You know, what's a wild theory. I heard this is from um, uh, Victor Davis Hanson. He says, obviously, they're getting close to charging Hunter Biden with something that may even happen today. And watch to see what it is. If it's misdemeanor tax charges or that gun charge that he lied on the gun form, that is nothing but a distraction. That's a way to say, see, you know, we mean business, but that leaves Joe Biden out of it. If that, if those are the charges that uh, does not touch the president who we know was completely, was, was involved 100%. We know from Tony Bobolinsky, we know from the laptop, we know Joe Biden is the big guy. He's involved in the money, uh, in the uh, influence peddling schemes overseas. There's no doubt about it. Joe Biden's guilty as hell. But if they just charge Tucker, uh, Tucker Hunter with tax misdemeanor, tax fraud or tax evasion, that's an attempt to get you off the scent and, and make it seem like no one's above the law. But it's just a way to distance him from Joe. Um, uh, if if it's bigger than that, and, and this is separate, this I don't think this has anything to do with, with Hunter, this bribery scheme, is that is pretty wild. This is obviously worse than anything we've heard about Trump or Richard Nixon or anybody else. This is the worst crime, if proven, if true, that we've ever seen from a sitting president. I mean, literally, quote, altering policy because of a bribe? From a foreign country, and one uh, one source, I forget who it was, said it was Ukraine, which explains a whole lot. But Victor Davis Hanson said Hunter is purposely keeping a high profile, purposely went on the trip to Ireland. He's at the White House. He's living at the White House to show the rest of the Biden family that if they come for him, he's bringing everyone down to show you want to, you don't want to protect me. If they arrest me, if they charge me, I'm going to bring us all down. That's Hunter. And would be no surprise. We know what kind of piece of garbage Hunter is. That's why he won't settle the, um, the suit with, uh, with uh, L- London Roberts, the mother of his uh, uh, four-year-old daughter, who the Biden family pretends doesn't exist. He's saying, I'm going to do it my way. And if you don't protect me, you're coming down with me. It's an interesting theory on the part of Victor Davis Hanson, who is a really, really smart guy. But I uh, let's get to uh, let's get to the Nashville thing. This uh, this this the Nashville thing and the Kristen Clark, Catherine Clark stories obviously are connected, and they're connected uh, because there's a trans individual who's being protected, a trans community that's being protected in both instances. Um, as I, I mean, I I thought we would see the manifesto by now. I said as much. We will see the manifesto because that police chief um, in Nashville, who was great with the media, he seemed to be very forthcoming. He seemed to be be honest. He said on the day of the shooting that we would see the manifesto. He said yes. And they asked, is she, uh, is the shooter uh, transgender? He said yes. He said that was that part of the motive. He said that might have something to do with it. He was telling the truth. That was before the FBI arrived. Again, the thoroughly compromised FBI, who is there as the militant wing of the Biden regime. That's what they're there for, to protect Joe Biden, to go after Joe Biden's enemies. We learned that in the Twitter files. We learned that through, you know, everything, the, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, the arrest of anybody close to, to Donald Trump. Um, they got involved and suddenly the manifesto was being withheld. Now the Nashville PD is flat out lying. This is a tweet from the Nashville PD yesterday morning. Uh, It says covenant investigation update due to pending litigation filed this week. The Metropolitan Nashville Police Department has been advised by counsel to hold in abeyance the release of records related to the shooting pending orders of direction from the court. All right. That's a freaking lie. They, they were ready to release this pending litigation from whom they won't say 
they are withholding this information because as we all know, as we knew from the beginning, it's going to be the rantings of an angry transgender person who will say that she, she couldn't live her authentic self. They wouldn't accept her blaming religious people, Christian people, thus going into the covenant school and shooting three, nine year old kids. It wouldn't look good for the trans community. The people who, held up seven fingers and said there were seven victims at the shooting because they count this psycho trans terrorist. Uh, uh, the, uh, daily, this from the Daily Caller this morning. The police department had previously been hesitant to release uh, the manifesto, which indicated the 28-year-old transgender shooter had been planning uh, to commit mass murder over a period of months and had been studying other killers but the city officials said releasing the documents would be considered once the FBI finished its analysis. All right, how long does the FBI have to analyze? I'm just going to guess months and months and months, which will turn into years and years and years. It'll be redacted too. That's true. The whole thing will be one big black splotch. Other mass shootings, you know, the Buffalo shooter, you know, Dylan Roof, did anyone demand, anyone in the media demand uh, that, the, that the news be suppressed, that the news be withheld? <laughs> of course not. Anytime there's a manifesto from a mass shooter, the media wants to see it. The public wants to see it. The victims' families want more. They want more information. Not in this case. And the reason, as we know, is it just wouldn't reflect well on the trans community which is the single most privileged and protected group in America today. Uh, there's two sets of hell. There's more than two sets of laws, but there's one particular set of laws for the most privileged and pampered and protected people. And those would be trans individuals, you know, the marginalized, <laughs> the marginalized people of the trans community, uh, mm. which brings us to um, I, I forget what name is, uh, this, this, this fellow using today, Jared, I think he was Jared and now he's Riley. Ogle. Jared might've, Jared might've had to do some jail time, you know, if he was still Jared, but he decided one day he was not Jared anymore. He was Riley Clark. That would be the son of Catherine Clark, uh, us rep from Massachusetts, absolute lunatic extremist, moonbat, Democrat, uh, minority whip. She's the one who told the world what a terrible mother she is because her kids wake up with nightmares about climate change. If your kids wake up with nightmares about climate change, you are an awful parent. You are telling them ghost stories that they just don't need to hear. You're telling them lies, essentially, that, oh, son, daughter, whatever, you're going to die of climate change if they don't pass this big boondoggle bill and spend billions of tax. We're all going to die. So your kid wakes up in nightmares and you say, hey, that's the way it is. You know, climate change is going to kill us all. Anyway, this obviously she's a terrible parent, um, but her son pretending to be her daughter, Jared pretending to be Riley, was involved, is, is an Antifa as punk. And uh, Jared, Riley, I don't know, Riley, 23-year-old son of uh, Catherine Clark, was uh, vandalizing historic, uh, a historic monument on Boston Common. Um, and um, spray painting this monument with a cab. That would be Antifa thing. All cops are bastards and no cop city. So he's defacing public property. The cops show up and try to stop him. He punches a cop in the face and gives a cop a bloody nose. Obviously, you know, the cop's just doing his job, protecting public property. Uh, this is from uh, the New York Post this morning. During her arrest, so the New York Post is playing along with the, with the pronouns, Dowell struck a police officer in the face, leading to assault and battery on a police officer charge on top of charges of vandalizing property, tagging property, vandalizing an historic marker or monument, and resisting arrest. Sounds like a pretty 
you know, pretty serious list of charges. I mean, certainly much worse than, I don't know, you name it, uh, Jacob Chansley. Jacob Chansley didn't assault anybody. He didn't break anything. He didn't deface anything. He sauntered through the Capitol. Jacob Chansley was sentenced to 41 months. Jacob Chansley did almost a year in solitary confinement. Jacob Chansley was a lunatic who dressed like a Viking, painted his face, but he wasn't trans. Dummy. He should have, should have got rid of the Viking hat, put on a wig, and gone as a, and changed his name. He wouldn't have done a day. Uh, Riley Dowell, she knows, he knows what he's doing. First of all, he's got a very powerful mother. That, that helps. And secondly, he's pretending to be a girl. So what happened to Jake, to Riley Dowell? Well, he walked out of court, not a day in jail. Not a day. He was sentenced to a year probation. And get this, you ready for this? I mean, you want to talk about a police state. Ordered to write a letter of apology to the police officer that he punched in the face. Was he six? <laughs> I don't care. What is this? Kindergarten? The Democratic whip's daughter struck a deal with prosecutors that will result in the dismissal of her case after she wrote a letter of apology to Officer Daniel Roca, who suffered a bloody nose during the January 21st uh, incident. Also, has to complete 30 hours of community service within a year and pay the cost of removing the graffiti. This is remarkable. This is, there are hundreds, hundreds of people still in the D.C. jail for trespassing, for parading, for nonviolent offenses in D.C. This guy was violent. He's defacing a historic monument. He's punching a cop in the face. And he gets not one day. We have just, our, our system of justice is so upside down and unfair it is, it is amazing. And nobody will care. Nobody, I, don't, I haven't seen anybody even tweeting about this. Nobody cares. They just accept it. It's just the way it is. If you're a boy who pretends to be a girl, a girl pretends to be a boy, and you got connections, you got support, you get to walk. You don't do a day, not a day in jail. Not, you'll have no record. His, his record will be expunged. By the way, look at him in court. The whole trans thing. He's not really committed to it. He doesn't, he's not really completely devoted to the trans thing. Uh, he's not all in. Let me just say that. I'm sure he's confused. I'm sure he's got issues. I'm sure he's, you know, in therapy. But how do you punch a cop in the face? Everything about him is, he looks like a guy. He's got short hair, except for he has a, 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 a well, I don't know what you call it. He's got like a nail for his nose. Goes I don't know what that one's called. <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's an Antifa move, I guess. But you're telling me this person on the screen, you're supposed to say she and her? <laughs> Why? Does look like Rizzo from Greece. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's, he's a guy, whatever, he's a guy. And I don't know if he was a guy, but if he had the same connections with Catherine Clark, would he have done any time in jail? I'm sure it might have been a little different, but I, I know the most important thing is your mother's a corrupt Democrat, so that always helps. But it helps to be part of the trans community because then you're, you know, you're struggling with your identity. You got things, you got baggage, you're struggling here. You can't show some sympathy for the poor fella. But if this guy were a proud boy, if he were, if he had a MAGA hat and punched a cop in the face, are you telling me he walks out of court without doing one day in jail? They make him write a letter? How many words did he have to have? It has to be, you know, 300 words? Did it have to be grammatically correct? Did he have to show the right amount of remorse? Did the cop who got punched in the face think that was acceptable? The media doesn't care. He's, you know, again, the most protected, privileged people, the single most le least, the least marginalized people in America, as we see once again with Briley, Riley uh, Clark. Actually, his last name's not Clark. That's her name. His name is Dowell, Riley Dowell. Used to be Jared Dowell. In fact, he was Jared Dowell on the police report. But then he showed up in court and said, I'm Riley today, so go easy on me. I'm struggling. 
I got issues. Uh, let me do Shay. Then we're going to get to uh, the fakest of fake outrage from the media. That would be uh, the uh, um, reaction to the Tucker Carlson tweet um, text. I'm sorry, which when you read it in its whole context is pretty amazing because he's not only is he being very thoughtful and reflective, but he's actually expressing his guilt for wanting to see an Antifa punk beaten up. I'm not sure I could be that reflective or introspective. I mean, if, if Riley Dowell were getting beaten up by the cop, I'm not sure I would say, Oh, where's my humanity. I feel bad for him. He's got, he's got a family. That's what Tucker did, but they cherry picked one line and, and they are going to pretend here's what the media is doing. They're saying that's why I get fired. They know that's not true. We all know that's not true. Um, there are people on MSNBC, I watched it, sitting on the desk with Al Sharpton saying Tucker is a racist and was fired for that one line in a long text to a, to a, to a private text to a producer. And Tucker's the racist. Don't you think, Al? What do you think, Rev? Pretty disgusting. And I will remind you, see if you can get this for me. While we, uh, uh, there's a video, an old video of Al Sharpton, I want this, I want this, it's good. Telling a crowd, this is fat Al, this is before the lipo, he's real fat. And he's telling people in the audience to go out there and off the pigs. He's in a room with a bunch of people and he says, there's some cops right out there, some pigs right out there, go off those pigs. This is Al Sharpton, a host, a staffer, a paid staff member at MSNBC telling his supporters to off the pigs. That guy sat on the set with Nicole Wallace and Joe Scarborough and talked about what a disgrace um, uh, Tucker Carlson is for that one line in a long text, a private text. We'll get to that. And uh, Ironhead's going to uh, explain to me why Mincy was fired. I'm not sure. I need some help on this one. Uh, But first, as you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. Ah, uh, yes, here he is. Al Sharpton, again, the Rev. Obviously, the biggest race hustler, the biggest grifter of all time. A guy, by the way, doesn't wash his hands after he goes to the bathroom I witnessed that firsthand at the airport in DC. I was in the men's room. He came in, went in the stall, right out of Seinfeld, out of the stall, looked in the mirror, walked out. Um, That's, you know, that's the least of his uh, transgressions. Um, There's a guy, as we know, who is the the principal, the uh, uh, architect of the Tawana Brawley um, scheme, scam, hoax, a guy who incited violence against Jewish uh, store owners in Brooklyn, just a despicable human being, a racist, a, a race hustler, a grifter, and a respected member of the MSNBC staff <laughs> who hosts, I think he still hosts his own show on the weekends, which is pretty comical. Yeah, he's so skinny now that he looks like a blow pop because his head didn't change size. But you know what? I think he lost some of his swagger when he lost all that weight. Oh, when yeah. you watch him, we'll play this. This is from 92, not that long ago. Um, I was just imagine if, I don't know, any Republican, if Donald Trump, who made a lot of speeches in front of a lot of crowds in New York, if you had a video of Trump saying something like this, 
or any, you know, if Tucker Carlson or whatever, Sean Hannity or had a video of saying something like this. It's hard to imagine something worse than this. This doesn't end your career. Hell, it's not even a speed bump for this, this grifter. And yet the people on his, in his company at MSNBC want you to think that text from Tucker is a career ender is the reason the highest rated host in cable news was fired. But let's, let's watch, let's reflect, look back uh, on uh, Reverend Al uh, when he, what he had to say about the cops a few years ago. Good. He gets a pass because he can't quite understand it. But if you're just listening, we have text. And he says, I believe in doing what I believe. I do what I believe. Do you believe in often the pigs? Go, there's pigs out there. Go off the pigs. That means go kill the cops. I believe in offing pigs. They got pigs out there pointing outside the building or outside the room. You ain't offed one of them. Well, I believe in I do what I believe in I do. I believe in offing the pigs. There's a pigs out there. <laughs> Why don't you go off them? <laughs> this is a guy who's sitting in judgment of Tucker Carlson uh, for saying that's not how white people fight, which is, by the way, during a time when we're seeing endless, countless videos, as we mentioned yesterday, of people ganging up, you know, of violence in the streets, of groups of people beating up other people, and rarely, if ever, are those groups of white people. If they were, we know it, it would be seen more than, than you know, the towers falling on 9-11. If, if there were one example of a bunch of white people beating up an innocent black guy or Hispanic guy or Asian guy or pushing an Asian lady on the subway tracks, you would see it on an endless loop in the media. You don't see it. And Tucker made that observation. And to the people who hate him on MSNBC, that's a career ender. That's why he was fired. It's not true, but they want to believe it. And by the way, yeah, let's do this. Those people, Nicole Wallace, Joe Scarborough, Al Sharpton, you know, you name it, New York Times, Boston Globe, the people who hate Tucker, who call Tucker racist, say Tucker has to be fired. Let's, let's give everyone a reminder of the person that they voted for, for president, a person that they support for re-election for president. This is Joe Biden, a few years ago, 1994, uh, talking about, you know, violence, racial violence in the street. This is the guy that those aforementioned Hacks on MSNBC support wholeheartedly who pour their whole heart and soul into getting him elected president and will do the same to get him reelected. This is the guy on the Senate floor in front of the C-SPAN cameras a few years ago. Go ahead. Found out that this midnight basketball didn't get them together a bunch of jive folks living in their city to do, uh, you know, try to see if they can be Michael Jordan. When they found out they were keeping schools open so gangs come off streets instead of out raping my mother, marauding me, robbing the local store. They're in a gymnasium. My daughter will be safer. My wife will be safer. My mother will be safer. And I will be safer. And I will be happy. Shout out to President <laughs> Uh, marauding his, his daughter and his wife will be safer if we keep those people off the streets. Same guy, by the way, who said he didn't, uh, he said, didn't want black kids to be uh, integrated into the schools his kids went to because it would make it a racial jungle. That's what that guy said. That guy, 
who Nicole Wallace and Joe Scarborough and Al Sharpton adore. I mean, and by the way, that's one example of Joe Biden. One example. There are dozens. Uh, and on top of that, he eulogized his mentor, Robert Byrd, the Grand Kleagle of the Ku Klux Klan. But anyway, I'm, I, you know, I don't think it's going to work. Tucker's uh, coming out of this, as we mentioned yesterday, as we've mentioned for a week now. They just keep making them look better. We don't have a new video from uh, from Media Matters, but we'll get more. I mean, there's endless videos of him at break, and the ones so far have been a joke. But all right, quickly, before we go, Iron Ed, Mincy, mm-hmm. is that his name? Mincy. Yep. I'm not even sure what he did. He's a, pod, a, pod, I mean, a, a, a podcaster for Barstool. Yeah, and he, uh, he did uh, college baseball and... All that college stuff. baseball. Yeah. They have college baseball podcasts on Barstool. I didn't know that. Uh, he would go to the games and kind of report on them. It was actually pretty funny and it was, it was more entertaining than the games. That's for sure. Um, so he got fired for singing a rap song because there was the N word in it. And again, bring us full circle. You're not allowed to sing a rap song. If you're white, if you're black, nobody bats an eye. You know, if you're, I guess, if you're Hispanic, who knows? But he's white, right? Mincy's big, fat, white guy singing a rap song. It included the N-word. And you're thinking, oh, that's pretty dumb. He should stop. He should apologize. Said it, mean it, whatever. It's Barstool. I mean, they're, they're crazy. He got fired. He got fired by Portnoy for that. Do yeah, I have that right? He got fired by Penn Gaming. It was not Portnoy who did it. By he's Penn Gaming. Yeah. So Portnoy couldn't save his guy. Now he sold the company. He doesn't control that anymore. I remember there was another barstool guy who sang a rap song that included mm. the N-word. Who was that? Was that? That was uh, uh, Dave Portnoy. <laughs> that was Dave Portnoy. <laughs> yeah. He, so he didn't get fired no. for doing that very thing. In fact, I recall defending him because... His, his employees, you know, his guys stabbed him in the back one after another. Big, important guys that worked for Portnoy just shivved him, even though they knew what he did was no big deal. It was Dave Portnoy singing a song. Wasn't it like a Snoop song? Or I forget, Little Wayne. I forget who it was. Ja Rule, I believe. Singing a song included the N-word. They, they, people like threatened to quit the company, demanded an apology, just ripped them up and down. So the difference between Portnoy and Mince was Portnoy sang it. He knew it was coming and, and he said it. Mincy was reading the lyrics for a song that he didn't know the words to. And as he was reading, it just popped up and he read it. And you could see on his face, he instantly regretted it. So. That is not going to go over well, I'm guessing, with the stoolies. Um, I mean, it has not. No. People like the guy. And they, I mean, it is absurd. That's something you do if you're, again, if you're MSNBC, if you're, you know, whatever, WEI, that's not something you do if you're Barstool. Right. How does that affect gaming anyway? I don't even understand the connection. I don't know. I think it's just uh, if you have that kind of baggage and you and you try to get, you know, permission to open a book in a certain state, they're going to look at that and be like, no, because for like, New Hampshire is exclusive to DraftKings. Like no one else can come up here and they can make those kind of look at some slob who does a college baseball podcast and sang a rap song and said, we're not going to give you a license. Really? I don't agree with it. I'm just trying to say what he said in worse. Well, I guess, I guess I don't understand the business. If that really affects uh, the licensing, uh, procedure process because just, one guy sang a rap song. It's just what? for the people that don't like them to begin with. It's something for them to attack and look at. Cause when Portnoy did it, I don't, uh, Penn wasn't even involved yet. I, it might've been. Know, turning. That, that was disgraceful. What his guys did. It was like big Dan yes. and the other guy, they were blogging about how embarrassed and just shame they were. Yeah. Portnoy should have fired all of them. All of them. He did nothing. He sang a song. It's not his fault that they put the, 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 those lyrics, that words in all the rap songs. I mean, they're, they're popular songs. I mean, you can't have you know two sets of rules. It just doesn't make any sense. But anyway. it's, a, it's a word I'm cool with not using if they feel like they want to. I'm, I'm good with that. Of course, but he did it. <laughs> it was like an accident. He didn't yeah. use it. It wasn't his own. He didn't call someone the word. He used Correct. it because he sang a freaking song. I By guess accident. I'm, I'm lucky. I don't spend a lot of time listening to hip hop. So not a big uh, Lil Wayne guy. So I good. It's not. Like, I love Lil like, Wayne. He's a big cop guy. Yeah. Did you see, uh, 
Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, just signed like a quarter of a million, a quarter of a billion dollar deal. Mm-hmm. He fired Little Wayne because Little Wayne posed for a picture with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So Jalen Hurts is a man completely Pussy. in the throes of Trump derangement syndrome. Mm-hmm. Little Wayne posed for a photograph with the last president and Jalen Hurts fires him, wants nothing to do with him. Forget all the lyrics, Little Wayne, and all the issues and crimes and everything else. He took a picture with the president. And Jalen Hurts says, you know, you're dead to me. Uh, we got to go. Before we go, Iron Ed, I got to remind everybody, good Mother's Day gift. What do you think of this? Good oh, Mother's Day gift. Callahan me. Coffee. Iron Ed's the greatest uh, endorser of Callahan Coffee. He lives for it. It's good stuff. Go to CallahanCoffee.com. Order up a pound. For mom, or just get it to have it ready to brew on Mother's Day. Smells Father's amazing, Day. tastes even better. What? I said smells amazing and it tastes even better. Smells amazing. Callahan Coffee smells amazing, tastes even better. Everyone loves it. Not us. We haven't heard a discouraging word about Callahan Coffee since we introduced it, but you go to CallahanCoffee.com. Get yourself a pound. We appreciate it. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Here tonight, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.